This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 211. Hey, veterinary friends, welcome to the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast. Today, it's just little old me, no interview. I'm still in Florida, so I feel very blessed to have the warmer weather and the sunshine to get out and ride my bike and walk my dogs and just spend some time outdoors. It's been incredible. I've really enjoyed my time here. I had my kids here over the holidays, and that was super fun. We went to Disney for a day, and even though it was a cold day, we had loads of fun touring Epcot and the Magic Kingdom and going on the rides. Um, I even got a tiara to wear all day, which is something I think that we should all do. Wear a tiara, right? Treat yourself like royalty. Anyway, if you're somewhere cold, I don't want to rub it in, but wherever you are, look for something to be grateful for today. The beautiful snow, I talked to someone this morning that was in Canada and he showed me the beautiful snow outside his window. And even though I love being in Florida, the beautiful snow is something that I do kind of miss. And I know it gets tough in the winter, I am from Michigan, and being from Michigan, the end of January and February starts to really get old, and the weather can generally suck the life out of you, right? But for today, let's try to work together to think about the good and appreciate what we have. If you can't think of anything or you're feeling very low, send me an email and I will help you brainstorm and try to help you think of something to be thankful and grateful for today. So on the podcast today, I'm going to talk about starting over. And what I mean by that is looking at your life now and deciding on purpose what you want to change, then getting and learning about the tools that you need to start working on yourself and your life. Learning to stop procrastinating, Stop avoiding the negative emotion, just starting. I'll be recording a series of podcasts where we start over this year to begin working on ourselves. I will probably release these episodes as extras because I have so many interviews now that I'm releasing, but for sure they'll be sprinkled into the mix. So look for them. Even if they're extra, they're coming out in between the weekly podcast. So you can listen and start working with me to get some cool stuff done in 2023. But before we get into that, I just want to thank you for your support, your podcast reviews, your suggestions, and the follows on Instagram. I appreciate each and every one of you for going on this journey to feel better and do better in veterinary medicine so that you can live a fabulous life in practice and at home. And if you have not subscribed to my Wednesday Weekly Words, or you have not tried getting coached, I want to encourage you to do that today. Go to my website, juliecapel.com or veterinarylifecoach.com and sign up there for the Wednesday Weekly Words or a free coaching. 
I also would love for you to visit my YouTube channel. Um, the videos are up there for all of my interviews and we keep putting more and more up each week. So if you'd like to watch the podcast instead of just listen to it, you can go there. You will also find my blog and the other podcast episodes that you might have missed on my website. So go to my website and if you like to read, there's so many blogs there for you to read. Anyway, I feel you. I know your struggles. I've been through all of them and if not all of them, many of them. So don't be shy. Reach out to me, get in touch, and let's try to go on this journey together. Okay, so today let's talk about starting over. It's early in the year and we all think about New Year's resolutions and change. But as we get through January into February, we begin to forget about the things that we wanted to do. We start to procrastinate. So today we have the opportunity to take this brand new year and put our past behind. We can take the opportunity to just start over. Take a refresh or a redo. Whatever it is that you want to call it and whatever it is that you want to work on, today is your day to start. Frankly, you have the opportunity to start over every day. You can start today, tomorrow, next week, or whenever the mood hits you. It's all up to you. You have control of your life, even though it doesn't always feel like it, right? Things happen, and instead of thinking that you're on top of everything, your little chihuahua brain tells you that you're the victim of your circumstance. But in reality, you create the rules. You create the rules that you live under, and you create the constraints that you feel in your life. Our brain likes rules, so we make up our own rules to live by. That's great, we need structure. But if the structure that you have created is restricting your progress, you need to start over, examine your rules, and choose different guidelines and different boundaries. So let's start by looking at our life rules. We all have them. Some rules are great, like brush your teeth and floss every day, make your bed, wear clean clothes, go to work, eat some food, drink water, sleep. But other rules hold us back, like don't speak up, live small, don't take risks, don't get too big for your britches. That's one I heard from my grandparents. In some sense, our brain and our grandparents, in our speaking in the back of our mind, right, are telling us to live small because it's safer than sticking your neck out. Safety feels good to that chihuahua brain, but in the long run, safety really sucks. You can spend your whole life living a risk-free existence, but what will you get from that? Do you want your life to be small, to feel small? So in the interest of starting over and reinventing yourself, I want to offer you that you can make any decision today or any time really to make a new start and define your life differently. You have the ability to change and you have the ability to change your mind about how you're living now and to choose what you want 
for yourself in the future. You can also decide that your life is amazing now and you don't want to change anything. That's perfectly okay. There's so many things I love about my life that I don't want to change. But just remember that your mind is a very powerful thing. And if you can imagine it, you can begin to live it. You want to make sure that you're imagining your future self stronger, more expansive, bigger than you are today. Bigger, not literally, but stronger, faster, happier, more joyful, and even richer. Do you want more money? You can start over today to get that. Teaching yourself to think about things that feel impossible right now, but in your future, it's all possible. I was just on a call this morning with a business coach, and he was asking me how much money I wanted to make this year. And I have my goals, and I think about them, and I plan them out at the beginning of the year. So I gave him my number, and he said, why so little? So I do it too. We all underestimate ourselves because it feels safer than saying what we really want. It feels safer than setting a huge goal that we're unsure that we're going to be able to create. But what's the downside to setting a big goal? You might miss it, but what if you get halfway there? What if I set this impossible goal to make all this money and I only got half of it? Wouldn't that be better than setting my goals small and reaching them? I really think it would be. This is why I love coaching. Coaches challenge your thinking and ask your brain questions to unlock that hidden potential. So let's start by deciding on purpose to start over now, to recommit to the things that you want and walk away from the things that no longer serve you. Walk away from negativity, gossip, and even from your own self-limiting thoughts. Leave them in the rear view. Look forward through the windshield, right? One of the things that's difficult for us to do is change because change is scary. Change is hard. One of the things that helps me continually progress in my own life is to try to be open to change. And on some level, I really do enjoy change. I love learning and growing and reading and talking to people that are smarter than me. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't take brain work to appreciate that learning and growing and change. My Chihuahua brain is very strong and scared of change as well. My brain offers me fear every time I challenge myself to do something new. I've mentioned before on the podcast that I'm in the midst of writing my first book. In fact, it's close to being finished. And every time I think about getting it published, my brain offers me fear. My brain has thoughts like, maybe it won't be good enough. Maybe someone will critique it. Maybe no one will want to read it. Maybe you're not smart enough to publish a book. Those are my Chihuahua brain thoughts. In order to push forward to get this thing published, I have to work through the fear and offer my brain different options. I need to think of the people that will be helped by my book. People like you. My book is designed to help veterinarians live their best veterinary life. I need to focus on that. 
I need to focus on the lives that will be changed and the people, my veterinary friends, that need to read this book. We have to teach our brains not to hide from the change. We have to act in the face of fear. So be afraid of this change that you're proposing to your brain and be okay with it, right? Sit in that fear, sit in that anxiety. That is part of building a life, is being comfortable with the uncomfortable. So when you look at the life that you have today, think about what you already have. Those things are the things that you worked for and chose on purpose. You chose your career, your friends, your home, and on some level, your family, right? You kind of choose them in a way. You choose to stay with them. Can you be grateful for them? What are the things that you have now that you want to keep? And what are the things that you want to change? I love my family and I love the relationships that I have with them. I want to keep those. How will I choose to operate this year to keep those relationships strong? I'm not as good of a friend as I want to be. I forget to call my friends and check on them every couple of weeks. And sometimes I get so busy that I take them for granted. This year, I want to start over and work on those relationships that I value. I want to start over now to be a better friend. Do you like your pets? Do you like your home? Do you like your veterinary team? You can start over with greater appreciation for those things, the things that you take for granted. Choose to take some small actions daily or weekly or even monthly if it feels overwhelming to re-choose the good things in your life. And that is starting over because if you start there, you can keep the good and then re-decide what it is that you want to change or let go. Now, you'll have to do some internal work as well. What do you like about yourself now? And what would you like to change? I'm going to challenge you to start with the what I love about myself list first. Your brain will have an easy time coming up with the things that you want to change or the things that you don't like about yourself. That's easy, right? That's why we have so much imposter syndrome and self-criticism. That negative brain is strong. It's easy for your brain to come up with that negativity. I want you to start with a list of all the great things about you. Why are you a good person? What do you like about yourself? What do other people say positive about you if you can't think of any yourself? Start with what other people might think of you. Because in truth, what other people think of you is what you are. That's what you're projecting to the world. Your little negative chihuahua brain is lying. It's telling you that you're not good enough. Other people see the good in you. So it's more important that you make this list, the things that you like about yourself and that you love about yourself, than making a list of changes because you need to start with that self-work. It doesn't mean that you'll not choose to change something about yourself this year, but you need to appreciate where you are and how you got here. You need to appreciate your strength, the strengths that helped you get where you are now. I ask my coaching clients all the time, 
What are the qualities that you possess that make you amazing? What makes you beautiful and perfect? And many of them struggle to come up with those things, but they're there. They're just buried beneath your insecurities. So first we have to work on the list of what you love about yourself. What qualities would you like to keep before making a list of changes? You need to understand the amazing parts in order to work on yourself. So please, today, do this for me. Make a list of the 20 reasons that you're unique and amazing before you do anything else, before you choose to start anything over, before you choose to change. Make this list. We can also do this for our behaviors too. Looking at the things that you do regularly, what are the things that you do that you love? What are you proud of? What do you do that you want to keep doing? Maybe it's giving to charity. Maybe it's yoga. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I'm doing a 30-day yoga challenge with my daughter, Bridget. She challenged me at the beginning of January to do a change program with yoga with Adrian and do it every day for 30 days. And so far, I'm doing it. I like the change that I'm seeing in my mind and my body by practicing this yoga practice every day. So I'm vowing to keep it up even after the month ends, even without the challenge of Bridget pushing me towards it. I like what I'm seeing in this change. So maybe yours is going for a walk every day. Maybe that's something that you do. Maybe it's exercising. Maybe it's reading. Maybe it's working hard at your job. Maybe it's taking care of your pets and your family, taking care of your home. What is it that you're already doing that you want to continue and recommit to? Then let's list what we want to add to our life or start doing. What behaviors, qualities, skills, or accomplishments do you want to add to the list of things that you're already grateful for, already doing, already are? Mine is getting my book published for sure. And then starting on another. Mine is continuing to do the podcast for you, but also offering you better podcasts and more information. And that's why I'm doing this one today. So maybe there are some things you want to stop doing. Habits that you have that you want to break. I have this weird habit that I'm committed to breaking this year where I run the water when I'm brushing my teeth. I don't know where it came from or why I do it, but it's something that I do automatically. I start to brush my teeth and I automatically turn on the water and let it run. I hate it. I'm wasting so much water. Maybe it's because I'm always in a hurry to get everything done and turning on the water early feels like speeding up the process. I don't know. It's strange and so automatic. I turn it on without even thinking about it. So for the last six or eight months or maybe even a year, I have been consciously working on this weird thing. Every time I brush my teeth and I turn on the water, I turn it right back off, challenging myself to leave it off until I need to rinse my brush. It's really strange, I know. But anyway, that's an example of anything that you're doing now, and it's linked to something I want to do, brushing my teeth right, but I want to change it. So you can decide today, right now, about all of it. Think about your clothes, your yard, your home. Look around and decide what you love and what you don't. 
I have some plants in my yard that really need to go. What things do you want to keep and what things are no longer serving you? Are you happy with the food in your refrigerator or your cupboards? If not, work a little bit every day to change that. How about social media? Do you spend your time watching other people live their best life? Do you think they have it all figured out? They don't. Let me tell you, they don't. It's great to get inspiration from other people on social media, but if you're using it to beat yourself up and you think that others are living better than you are, you need to put that crap down and vow to stop spending your time wishing you were someone else or somewhere else. There's this book by Rachel Cruz called Love Your Life, Not Theirs. And I love that title because it says so much about how we beat ourselves up with thoughts that others have more than we do. And it's damaging. It's not good for us. It reinforces that chihuahua brain thinking that we're not enough, right? And this can also be applied to your job. Are you where you want to be? Are you working the way you want to work? Are you showing up the way you want to show up every day? Do you like what you're doing? Or would you show up differently or work differently if you could? And by the way, you can change it all if you want to. You can be the leader that you want to be. You can create strong human-animal veterinarian bonds. You can be there for yourself and your patients and your clients. You can do all of it. What about money? Do you have enough? Do you want more? Do you want to save more? Do you want to give more? Think about that. So this exercise that I want you to do is sit down and start over and choose the things that you want and choose the things that you want to let go, the things that you don't want. When you do this, you'll feel really uncomfortable because you will have to deal with all those many, many thoughts about how you're not good enough. You may disappoint someone else if you change, right? You'll feel the fear and all the uncertainty. Expect it. It will be there. There's a quote by Walter Anderson that says, It is only when we take chances when our lives improve. The initial and most difficult risk that we need to take is to become honest. And I think what's meant is being honest with ourselves, right? We need to be honest about where we are in our life. Creating happiness in your life is all about feeling okay with the failures, with the challenges, with the disappointments, and with the negative emotions. It's that 50-50 life that I learned about in life coach training. Understanding that some things in life will be challenging and you will fail and that's all okay. It's how we learn and grow. So choosing happiness in life is about learning to accept the negative and then work with it to make improvements in yourself, your environment, your job, your family, and the rest of the things in your life. And the most important thing is to be true to yourself and your values and morals. Know what you want and how you want to show up. Many times when we decide to change something in our life, we feel pressure from others to stay small. You know, we talked about that a little bit earlier about 
don't get, in, don't get too big for your britches, right? It's that tribal mentality that if we step out of the cave, we'll get separated from the group and put ourselves in danger. The saber-toothed tiger or whatever will get us, right? I feel that when I tell people I'm a life coach. When they say, what do you do for a living? I say, well, I'm a veterinarian and I'm a life coach. The life coach thing is foreign to many people and they look at me funny, right? They think that that's a kind of a weird woo-woo thing, being a life coach. But having the courage to do what I feel is my path takes courage to step out of that and be okay with those weird looks and people not understanding what I'm doing. I'm still a veterinarian with years of experience and I love that, but I'm a life coach too and I love that. So if you have something in veterinary medicine that you want to do, specialize in a certain species maybe, like Dr. Jesse Sanders, the fish vet that I had on the podcast a few weeks ago, if you want to start your own hospital or your own online business, if you want to choose your own schedule and work just weird hours that people don't normally work, if you want to make more money, if you want to have kids and be a working parent or a part-time stay-at-home parent or even a full-time stay-at-home parent, feel the pressure from your family and friends, but do it anyway. Because that pressure is the outside forces wanting you to stay small. And it's easy to stay where you are, easy to choose the same path as everyone else. There was something in your early childhood or your early life that made you choose veterinary medicine. And that takes courage. It takes courage to take on this profession, whether you're a veterinarian or a tech or you just work in the field, taking on the risk of being responsible for a pet's life or an animal's life. That's pretty badass, excuse my expression. It it is, it's hardcore. You're hardcore for being here, so remember that. Rechoosing veterinary medicine each day is a brave thing to do, and we do it. We show up day after day. 27,000 of us at the VMX last week. Super cool. We're strong and we're brave. So when you look at where you are today, appreciate your life and your qualities. Then choose the things that you'd like to change. If you do that, you'll change for the right reasons. And you'll live into your happiness. You'll grow your happiness. Happiness comes from within. Even when there's disappointments and challenges, you'll be happy by choice. I love my veterinary life even on the days that don't go as planned. I know that I belong here with my veterinary friends doing my veterinary work. I know when I'm coaching, I'm living my best life. I know that when I spend time with my family, I'm living into my purposes. My family is my number one priority. When you start over with that kind of mentality, there's nothing that you can't do. You're not starting over because your life is bad or wrong. Remember that you're 100% worthy always. You're choosing change to broaden your capacity to build more happiness in your life. You're expanding your ability to live in the present moment and enjoy each minute and each day. I am sitting here now recording this podcast and I'm really excited and loving, loving it. That is a choice. 
I heard this again the other day and I wanted to share it with you because I think this is a really cool way to think about this. If someone gave you $86,400 each day and told you that you had to spend it in that 24 hours or give it back, what would you do? How would you spend that money? Would you just let it go or would you actively work to spend it? If you don't spend it or use it for good, the money is gone. It's wasted by the end of that day. So now think about this. You have 86,400 seconds every 24 hours. That's your time. If you think of it as money, that's a dollar a second to spend in some way. The time will pass, the money will go, unless you use it wisely or even if you don't. And so you can use that time to get the life that you really want, right? So what things do you love about you and your life? What things are you going to change? What do you need to let go? Starting over now, deciding now, working now towards change. Maybe it's a grudge. Maybe something a client said to you. Maybe a bad review online. You can choose today to start it over and let it go. Maybe a patient of yours died. Maybe you made an error, a medical error. You need to work on it to let it go so you can learn from it and you can be better in the future. Holding on to the shame or embarrassment won't allow you to grow. So feel that shame, feel embarrassed, understand that negative emotion, and then allow yourself to go beyond it. These changes you want to make will not go perfectly. You'll set some goals, you'll make some resolutions, and the process will not go perfectly, just like life, right? 50-50. The trick is to not give in to the failures or give up. It's not all or nothing. If you slip up and it's important to you, start again. Or if you slip up and it's not important to you, let it go. Healthy eating is a great example of this. It happens all the time, right? You vow to eat healthier, and then you go to a party where everybody's eating and drinking, and you indulge and you eat or drink too much. And then you feel like a failure, and then you spend the next day beating yourself up. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that you had a good time the night before. It matters how you think about it. If you fail and you're committed to achieving your goals, then you just start over again and again. And that's what I want to offer you with this podcast. You can commit to yourself to do better without beating yourself up for the stumble. Failure does not mean you should quit. Failure is teaching you a lesson about how to do it better next time. You'll become better by using the steps of your failures to learn. Think of it like a staircase that you're climbing. You can only reach the top if you keep going. Step over the broken stairs and keep climbing. This year will be the best year of your life if you decide that it will be. Bad things may happen, and I imagine bad things will happen, but you'll continue to learn and grow by choice. Make starting over a passion, recommitting to yourself and your dreams. I'm committed in 2023 to being the best year of my life, and I'm committing to help you do the same. I'm committing to bring you the best content, that I can do to help push you forwards. Let me be your lawnmower mom and smooth the path in front of you for your change. With that in mind, I'll be bringing you more guests to help you grow 
and then this series of podcasts to help you set goals and move beyond what you believe is possible. So my homework for you this week, again, is to start with a list of the things that you love about yourself. Make that list now, today, and put it somewhere where you can read it often. It'll help you retrain your brain, retrain your brain to see your beauty, your talents, and your gifts. Once that list is complete, make a list of the things that you want to change in your life this year. And let me offer you some quotes before we end today with that homework. The first one is from Diane McLaren. And she says, nature has given us all the pieces required to achieve exceptional wellness and health, but it has left it to us to put the pieces together. Dale Carnegie said, develop successes from failures. Discouragement and failure are two of the surest stepping stones to success. And W.P. Kinsella said, success is getting what you want Happiness is wanting what you get. Okay, everyone, reach out if you need anything from me this week or you want to share something that you did or share your list of the 20 reasons that you're amazing or you're beautiful or wonderful, send them to me. This is your, this is your week to start on the journey to starting over. And on the next podcast that I record, in this series, we'll go over some goal setting exercises. So practical exercises to help you sort it all out because when you have a lot of goals, it can be overwhelming. And so we'll go through some goal setting exercises and learn how to take action step towards changing what you wanna change in 2023. So do all these things and have a beautiful week, everyone. I'll talk to you again soon. Bye.